Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Just fuck with y'all. How is that right? <laughs> nah, but look, what was I was talking about, talking about old girl that hit me with the message, like exactly. some wild shit. So like, basically, you know, we we pretty much text often throughout the week, right? So I've always, I've always, like, I fucks with her heavy. She smart chick. She she got a good career. She you know she doing great, dope shit, shit that I look up to. And she mind you, she's like four years younger than me, but she she a dope. Okay. She and she listens to the podcast. Oh, well, shout out to her. She, yeah, because she low key came, she low key came up to my ass after the whole uh, dick help episode. Oh, she God. like, but we've been friends. We cool. But now nah, she with a message today, and she was just like, and she was on some. You know how Aquarius people will do the same shit. And like when I say it, you gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. We'll be dead ass serious about something, but we feel uneasy to say it. So yep. we'll say that shit and we'll frame it like it's a joke. Yeah. Oh, you got to say that comment and then end it with LOL mm-hmm. <laughs> because like you, it's like, you got to give yourself a buffer. It's like, I want this shit to come out, but I don't want you to like take it the wrong way. So let me put LOL with it and see how you respond. Right. That's me. So you think it's a joke. So she hit me with some shit. Like I was telling her about what happened to me yesterday in therapy and she hit me with some shit on some, uh, I was telling her about like how I was growing from whatever. I'm sorry, I'm looking at a flower. It's, oh. a, it's a feather, dog. Feather. It's a yeah, feather, dog. I was like, yeah. what? I'm the not high fuck? yet. Let's go. Are y'all sure? <laughs> like, I haven't hit it yet. Am I high mm. yet? <laughs> that, shit was, <laughs> that shit was still hilarious. Fuck, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. No, but, uh, no, because I, so we were talking about what happened to me yesterday in therapy and how I heard some shit I needed to hear and like my, my therapist, you know, drove my ass low key. But, um, which is a great thing. Oops. Sometimes some of them sessions, you're like, well. Oh, if if I get here some shit and I gotta shut the fuck nap. up, oh, she got my ass. She was just like, 
gotcha. No, but um, <laughs> nah, for real. So no, like, and I saw it's just she's like she played around. She acted like she was typing a message, and she like recorded a video of her fake typing a message, and Wait. then deleting it. You know how you be seeing like them people put like record videos and shit, yeah. like a, a, a interaction, and it's like they type up a whole thing, and they're like, nah, nah, fuck this shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like oh, delete cool. it. And don't. So she shows me a video of her saying, "If you plan on marrying me, you need to get your shit together." And I was like, "Dog, what is, what is going on?" And she was like, "It was clearly a joke because I like took the time that to record no it." Joke. And I was like. In my head, I'm, in my head, I'm laughing like you don't joke about no shit like you that. You joking? Sorry. But if I ask you tomorrow, nigga, you not saying no? No, no, no it's not that. No, honestly, we, if, if she has, if it was on some shit tomorrow, we would not be be dating. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Both of us got shit to handle. <laughs> we both are not necessarily right with us. I mean, which is, okay. I mean, in the way that we, the way that we perceive it, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, also funny shit. Cause like I thought she was just wasn't interested at all at one point. I, it'd be some funny shit if like three years out down the line I popped the fuck up, Mary. And I'm like, nigga, hold the fuck up, who? Wait, we haven't even hit his law. <laughs> nah, man. Got, look, I'm trying to get out the game, dog. I'm just letting y'all know. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not waffling. Yes, I don't, you are. I know, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be 100 percent truthful with you. You're it, getting yo. out the game. I'm, I don't want to be in this shit, dog. I just, Explain why. Okay, so this, <laughs> no, listen. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Right? I don't want to be in this game of being single, but I also know factually that between my personal and professional endeavors that I'm like revolved in and what i want to do i don't have the time to give the attention that i want to give to the type of woman that captivates me do you want to elaborate on that a little bit so like there's a certain grade of women that i'm attracted to i just know this okay right can you explain the grade no because you can't get again you can't give away what you what you're attracted to like live and shit and then people try to like make themselves look like that when they ain't that nah I ain't doing that shit. Okay. But no. Like, it's one of those things where even with my track record, like, all the women that I've ever dated are outstanding women. Period. Mm. It's just, period. I'm not going to say anything bad about any of them. Yeah. Those, no, I'm not those, laughing. I'm laughing at my track record. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> that shit was bad. Wait. What? I don't even have a soundboard for that one. Just. <laughs> no, like, so that's. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta turn it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. But look, though. So here go the thing, though, right? Because I know the level of one attention that I did not give those women who I was with at the time I was with them. Mm-hmm. That they deserve, in my opinion, that they deserve, right? And two, because seeing where my life is at right now, it takes. A, I'm attracted to a certain type of woman, but it takes a, certain, a particular version of that woman to understand and to be okay with being like, I know you got this going on because I got this going on too. I got these stuff that I want. I worry about these these dreams, aspirations that I got too. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. We just gotta make sure that we just, like, you know, decide to put that time in when we can put the time in and when we're not together. It's not like a huge issue. Okay. It, it's, and for me, I haven't encountered that yet. Mm. Right? So. So you've been ready. You just are waiting for somebody to meet right. you. So in the meantime, I'm just out here doing, like, doing like mutual, mutual consensual, you know, workouts. 
Straight, straight cardio. <laughs> straight cardio. How, how do you feel about that, was? Like, I, I don't know. About what? Because, no, basically, like, there's having a guy say something like that. How would a woman counter? It depends. It depends on the woman because everyone's going to have a different response to that. For me personally, sometimes that sounds like a cop out mm-hmm. only because it's like, at some point or when do you decide what's the point that you decide all right i'm together enough to try to start putting in time to this relationship yeah what is that point and i mean it's different for everybody yeah. but like nah, i mean honestly, i've had guys who said that to me and then it just completely crashed and burned so it's so, like, so like so like prime example right so that's that's a that's a extremely valid point uh with me just I can only speak for myself. Yeah. For me, that time period comes with like I know that within the next year, I one will be finishing my masters, and two, I don't necessarily want to be living in this area. Yeah. Right. So when it's, I don't, I I'm not with certain like certain types of women like I don't want to like get in something and be influenced based upon a relationship. To stay here, yeah. No, for you. me personally, I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? And that's fine, right? I guess for me, because my job's so transient, like I can pick up tomorrow and be out, yeah, working. right, yeah. It's like I don't have those certain constraints right now. Now that I started school, this I'm stuck for at least five years. But before I started school, back it's like oh, all right, you know, yeah. I had a guy I was dating in Pittsburgh, and I was like, if we are together within the next year if that's where you're staying because he's like oh, I'm, st- I'm i might be moving out to orlando i'm like well you let me know where you end up mm-hmm. i'll research these jobs yeah. if we make it to that point because yeah. someone's gonna have to move and it makes more sense for the person with a more flexible job to do so yeah if you're trying to you know make things last and shit but yeah, yeah i don't know i just it's just one of those things where you just have to be in like constant actual effective communication yeah. about where y'all are because another guy dated he was like oh you're gonna be doing your thing to get this and i'm gonna be doing my thing to get this but then it's like all right but you still fucking around you're upset with me fucking around mm-hmm. even though you said but we ain't together we can do whatever you want i've been in polyamorous I situations just, i don't care uh... See, like that's what I'm they saying. Like, I would just, I would just much rather like no, somebody, somebody it's commendable. Somebody, yeah, somebody who's can come to me and be like, "Nigga, you lying. You scared of commitment." It, 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 like, it I don't all think that it's. Shit, a, I don't think it's bad. Time, you just like, may not want to commit to me, and that yeah, is also which is exactly what happened with the whole. Be honest. Never mind. I, we knew where you were going, but obviously, you know, we have a no names policy here. So, yeah, I mean, but, th- th- but that's my thing. Is like. Just be honest about all of your intentions, like, because then the next a year later he's like, "We should have been engaged." My nigga, you didn't even want to be in a relationship with me. How do you want? How do you want to marry me when you didn't even want to do a base commitment? Out of here! I can talk about this shit knowing damn well that I have been ain't shit in my past relationships too, Mm. right? So like that that's also a valid point, but you know, but what man hasn't? I mean, people, I've been shitty. Like growth, that and I just got I look at it like that, but you know. I tell you, like honestly speaking, like I was, I got hurt earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a whole thing. Yeah, and but you put people through things, and then you go through. Oh, things, of course. So, so like you know that shit. 
and that shit, but it had to happen though because what came out of that was a version of me that I don't even recognize most days, mm-hmm. right? So but like, do you feel better or no, worse I, from the situation? I feel that's the important. That's the point. Okay. You see okay. what I'm saying? Like it's not even like a better or worse, but the fact yeah. that I'm acknowledging that I feel mm-hmm. that is that was the that was the thing. Yeah. Because at first I was like, I'm good, nah. But now I can say be like, nah, that shit hurt. Bro. Yeah. Like I be still like. She know who she is, but mm-hmm. it's, it's wild to me because I'm be like, yo, I don't even follow you on Instagram, but you make sure that every single time I post some shit, you look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Letting you know that like I'm still around. Like, so like you present as fuck on a low because because you know that I look, I pay attention to that shit, yeah. right? So I digress. The whole thing with that is is that I needed to go through that so that I could be moving towards being the best person I can be for the type of woman that I actually want to be with. The fact that I could sit here and be like, no, I me feeling is the reason why I can sit here and be like, yo, I'm in Vegas mm-hmm. and there's ass everywhere. And the most impressive thing to me or the most thing that gave me the most joy was seeing my frat br- brothers that came with their wives, with their girlfriends, yeah. walking hand in hand and like smiling and shit. The fact that that happened, I was like, oh yeah, I, I know where I'm moving. I know, mm-hmm. I know, where my, I know where my, like what, what, what I want. But then I had to take an honest gauge and I was like, can you really handle that right now? Mm-hmm. Well, I had to type this up, but I was like, would you go back to a previous situation knowing that you can make it better the second time around? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, no. And why? Because like, even though I know that I can make it better, that don't mean that person is yeah. in the same space to want to make it better if we Absolutely. go back to where we was. Yeah, it's like you've grown from it, so. I, I'm good. I'm first of all. God bless. First of all, <laughs> stay over there. I, I gotta get the damn soundboard all, going. I, first of all, I was gonna move backwards. That's first thing. Second of all, enjoy life. I'm good, love, enjoy. On second of all, I can't go back and fix none of that shit because I'm not even the same person that I was. Okay, but he got so. And, and by saying that, if you become a different person, a better person as you grow, why are you still also wanting the same type of people? Straight up. You might have always wanted caliber people, even in your yeah. mess. No, be, no because he got a thing though. Like I saw some shit earlier this week, and it fucked my whole fucking day up. But it was what it was. It said the only bad relationship that I've ever had was with myself. The people that I dated was just a reflection of it. I was like, well, shit. Sometimes I, <clears throat> nah, I get that. Cause, cause, no, I get it, and I can empathize with that. But at the same time, some when we say these types of things. It, you can like diminish the value that person had. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not diminishing the value that that person or had. Or like who they are as people because you have a fucked up relationship. That, like, you know what I, I mean? No, nah, I'm not, I'm not valuing what those people had. What I'm saying is, is that when your relationship with yourself is not where it should be, you start seeking things that are reflective of a flaw that you need to work through or a trait you need to work through. There's some people that we have dated in the past that because of an insecurity, because of a part of us that we didn't, we didn't feel confident, because of a part that we were not our full selves, that affected what we were looking mm-hmm. for. I get that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you start to recognize those areas of who you were as a person that you needed to work on, that were a detriment, that were this, that were that, do you even find people that you used to be 
attracted to fully, not just like physically, but people that used to tr- used to be attracted to you. Even view them as people from where you knew them the same level of attractiveness. No, not at all. no, because you're not that person anymore. So like you, I, I like, and it's nothing against them because honestly speaking, they should feel the same way towards you. Mm-hmm. Everybody is kind of like you know chiseling down and perfecting themselves in one way or the other, and and yeah, some niggas ain't doing it. Well. <laughs> Well, you well, you will hope that people that the ones that yeah. are doing the work, right? So they ain't gonna be attracted to the same people. But a lot of people get into relationships hoping that they can evolve yeah, that's as that a bull- person. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that and bullshit. And it's hard. And honestly, I probably, I will evolve. honestly say it's harder for women though because the majority of their lives, especially black women, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they are literally told like in subconscious, conscious, explicit, explicit messages. Your value is attached to people attached to you. Or not even that. It's like, as as it relates to relationships, the value you have as a woman is dependent upon how much suffering you can endure in a relationship. That's, I, well, that's profound. I don't think it's good. That's fact. I'm not, I'm not going with an oral butt with that one. That's 100% facts. In addition to that, I just... In a simpler, simpler way of looking at it, right? Or to even how I expound upon what you just said, yeah, amount of pain you can go through can extend to how many children do you have? Mm-hmm. How much did you put yourself through to, mm-hmm. ra- to raise those kids? Yeah, amount of pain you can go through can deal with having an emotionally unavailable husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's all of right. that. Yeah, it's so like, like to, uh, to add on to your point, like to kind of simplify it because like people don't want to hear part, might have heard that one way, but not understood like the full weight of what you just said it's like one thing my mother gave me and she don't even know she gave that to me is just enough sense to be like all right at some point i gotta cut shit if you aren't reciprocating what i'm giving to you my mom's a giver she's always and i am an extreme giver when it comes to relationships with my friends intimate all that stuff but there's always been a point where it's like, all right, I can't keep doing this because I'm overextending and you're not reaching back or over. So we got to cut this shit. And a lot of black women sometimes yeah. don't see that or have that example. Blackness. So I won't even say a lot, but like, even if you do have that example, people will look at their parents and be like, wow, my mom did so much for my dad or, oh, my mom did so much for this family or like, literally working killing themselves for the support of family when you don't have those mm-hmm. if you don't have good supports it just uh it's fucked up uh, yo I was looking at some shit on YouTube to, see, to, to like mm-hmm. piggyback off your point and it was talking about how people how most parents is parenting styles is based upon how they thought their neighbors or their parents are going to view them as people. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, yo, that's just wild. I, I can speak for myself. Like, I definitely, I definitely know that my love languages for my relationships were shaped based upon my relationships oh, with my parents. That's, I mean, a, like, a lot of literally. our relationship shit is reflective of not only our relationship with ourselves, but. Our relationships with our parents and how we were, were raised and how we view intimacy. Like, yeah. I, my therapist laid it out to me. She was like, you know, like when I was having issues 
with relationships. I mean, I still you know, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but we like when this, I yes. initially went into therapy, it was because I had gotten out of a very strange situation. Like my ex ghosted me for a month and was like, nigga, the fuck? And then I had heard some shit that a, another guy I dated was t- like saying to other people about me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I keep falling, falling into these non-committal or like hot and cold and all this other stuff. And she was like, well, how's your relationship with your dad? And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, we're not going there. But she's like, no, like you're literally <laughs> dating your father. Like, I don't know if you see that, yeah, but that's... all that shit and how he treated you and how mm. like you're, you're seeking those validations in these men who you know are going to give it to you. Yeah. But you want to feel wanted and needed, and this is the only way you know how, or this is the initial way you felt, and so this is what you cling to. Yeah. God damn it! And I've always said I never want to date anyone like my dad. Like and that's exactly what nah, we were And you yeah, run into I did that. that shit with my mom, Slim. On everything I love. First of all, my mom's entire like my mother is like one of those black women who's like a fucking supernova. Okay. Like. First of all, in fact, I'm speaking, I'm speaking positively about her, which is like, let you know. Yeah. It's some different shit for me. Mm-hmm. But like, my mom's a fucking supernova. My mother was, my mother's a black woman who had her master's degree in fucking 1985. Mm-hmm. Dog. People like, people in general didn't have master's degrees back in 19. My mother was a black woman raised in DC who got her, no, my, my, my bad, 80, 87, 87 mm-hmm. she got hers. Shout out to Ruckus. But, um, but yeah, so she got her degree. My mother's always been a woman who worked her ass off, right? Mm. And because of that, she didn't really have the most intimate relationship with me in general, right? Mm. So the weird shit is I am not comfortable with women who give me constant attention or consistent attention. Because of the because what because my first idea of what love was was somebody who did things for me financially, but mm-hmm. also didn't pay that much attention to me, either like in person or emotionally. So, do you detach yourself emotionally? But then, like, this is for the women that you date, or the yeah, women that you it's court. definitely detached emotionally. It's like I like nice things to be done for me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, yo, why are you like always here? Like, mm-hmm. why don't you like go do something? So what happens in <laughs> what happens in that scenario where they give you the space that you want, but then you feel as though like you need that attention oh, no, again? That's, but see, I like that shit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like so, I like having to like, hey, yo, she she busy. What? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, what's she, like that shit gets my ass right. Okay. Like oh she busy. Okay. Cool. Cool. How can I support what you need? What you mean to do? Like uh-huh. I'm happy to do that shit. Okay. It's when she's like like. The fucking puppy dog type shit. Like, exactly. yo, 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 you need to like give me some space. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I'm not that. Now, the irony about that shit is this, but I will probably do better with dating someone who's similar to me, like a friend, right? Mm-hmm. That's the relationship is like a that's not that's a toxic ass yeah. situation. The relationships I had with my dad mm-hmm. dictated like my love languages. Okay, that's some weird shit. So, so like it, it's. That my mom was like, I love you because I buy things for you that take care of your oh. life. So, like, my least favorite love language is literally gifts. Yeah. I'm like, I'm entitled to that shit. Like, oh, you like me? Okay, well, duh. Exactly. Like, shit because. Yeah. 
that's what you have shown me from the jump. So. Right. So that's how I like, like with women, it was, it, even with how I love, like I'm horrible at it, but because I picked up on this shit from her, I wasn't really good with showing any emotional intimacy. But I was just like, you know, I like you. You know, I love you. Look yeah. at the shit I do. Look at the shit I can do. Exactly. But I can do it, right? That's not. That's some so you give evidence shit. instead of giving like but vocal it, language. But I don't to it. have a connection to them, so the evidence doesn't mean shit because it's only showing up through that. It's not showing up through how I act every day. Okay. So it's still like that. But yeah. You know. Next. Yeah. See, my love language is gifts, but that's because niggas don't buy me <laughs> shit. So, and I want people to buy me things, or not uh, even so much not to be spoiled, but it's like, all right, I know I've given great gifts to people, or I've. I've done above and beyond or i'll like whatever if you say you are looking at something or if i see something i pick it up here so i guess my love expressive language is like acts of service and gifts so but like how you perceive this most different. yeah because i've never i so question never had a boyfriend give me anything on an actual gift giving holiday so so question question just to double down on what your therapist told you on some light chill shit, on some rhetorical shit. Is this not also mimicking the same relationship that you have with your father? No, my father, if I asked for something, well, when he had it, he would give it to me. Mm-hmm. No problem. No, no, no. Well, I know, I know that. If it was like around a holiday no, no, or no, gift giving. It's not thing. about him getting college you, books. It's not about him getting you things. What I'm saying is, is that how much would you have given your father for him to stay around because of how much you give to the men? I give to my father. I gave for a, a long time. I was still giving to my father to have him around. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm saying it's. I, I mean, that's just how it's expressed or how yeah. I expressed it at that time. That's now it's like, all right, I shouldn't have to do all of these things for you to see value in this relationship. If you don't see value in this relationship, Without all of this stuff, you don't value me, and that's fine. I'm just going to move a different way. And I think we all, like the three of us, have all had that situation where we put more value in the relationship that we have with other people than we do in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because we're like at that age where we kind of stopped giving a fuck about others and started putting ourselves first. But I know Eric has said this before. It's like, if you don't take value in you, nobody else will. And I mean, that's just how it is. I know for me, like there was once upon a time I did not care. It was just more so I was doing things just to do them. And I was in relationships just to be in them. And like I was in and out of them. So, you know, something kind of clicked with, you know, the woman I'm now married to. But I was a beast. man. It it was. I mean, yeah. So like. But it, it, it goes to show that like the things that I've learned from people that were, I were around, like my cousins and like my uncles. And I mean, like my father, like to this day, he still does things. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. So he's my example of things not yeah. to do, but between him and like guys and like the groups and stuff, I'm like, yo, like if you do that, the initial thing that you're going to get back is this. Mm-hmm. So that's why you try to keep yourself around like positive people that will, you know, like, well, I even had to like, when I was, going through like all that shit with my therapy and we were like really intense in the work she was like you're gonna have to build the idea of your like of what you want your next and future relationships to be you're gonna have to deconstruct all this shit and like literally look outside of your father outside of like certain familiar relationships and try to find that 
somewhere else. I don't know where you want to look, but, yeah, but the thing is, like, where do you start? Like, <laughs> it when I like when it was like I had to think about a relationship that I was like, yo, when I see them, damn, I wish I had that. Like, mm-hmm. and for one of those relationships was my my, one, my best friend's parents. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been through some shit, and they're not like they're very candid about all of that stuff. But the way that they have grown to. A, fall in love with each other again and work through their issues, but mm-hmm. also you can see that love. Yeah. Um, it was like, all right, this is, you know, I looked at the qualities of my friend's dad. I'm like, all right, this is, this is at least the foundation of like the big, like this is the sticks of like what I want in a person. Yeah. Like not that he needs to be exactly like her dad, but like there's certain qualities I admire in him that I'm like, all right, he has to have these things. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with having like a standard that you want met. You should. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. They just literally conform to whatever the fuck is thrown at them and they're yeah. like, I'll adapt to it. So And and that's something my therapist was like, too. Like you are not choosing. You're being chose. And it's yeah. like oh, there is I was like, God damn. She's like, No, like when we just talked about cuffing season. You like seeked out or like you didn't just accept someone who just came just because they're interested in you. Yeah. Look, so like, what, what, what was that quote you had said a couple months ago about a lot of people being around for convenience? Nah, 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 nah. It's, it's deeper. I'm ready. This this shit different, dog. Because this shit, all right. Based upon that shit, right? So like, hey yo, you remember you remember you remember old dude from Chicago? You, you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. And me and him used to have some bouts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man, though, so, because he tried like living life great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I remember you used, to, you used to say this shit about people in like mm-hmm. like victim mentalities, and I wasn't in the place to actually understand what the fuck you were saying yeah. at, right? So, I'm talking about therapists like the other day, and I'm complaining about shit that's going on and happening to me, mm-hmm. right? And how it's affecting my outlook on things and how I want to like handle it and this and the third, but like I'm still talking about all the things that are happening to me. And then I also express. Like to want some like you're not being chosen, you're being chosen. So it's kind of like you're like like viewing. So for me, that situation looks like I've always kind of viewed my life as though I was playing a video game, mm. like an RPG video game. Okay, like I see myself on the screen every now and then. I'll control myself, but I'm really, really just kind of like allowing the story around me to form without actually doing shit. And whatever happens to me, that's not my fault. So you in a simulation, pretty much. Though. Right. Or some bullshit. And my, or, and, 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 or I was like, or it's always like reading a book in third person about yourself. Mm-hmm. And she said, she was like, you do recognize the, like, you're reading your life like a story as if the whole thing's already written. You need to get in the book. Like, you need to actually, like, take control of the things of your life that you can, like, have, take control of. Like, yeah. you need to, like, get off the bench and get into the game yeah. for real, right? So, when you said that whole, you just said, made a comment about you're not being chosen, you're being chosen. You're not, you're not choosing, you're being chosen. Like, for me, that's just like, like that's just like, like, it's like how we're looking at life to a degree. Cause, like, it's been fuck on me, like, the last, like, since yesterday. Cause she was just like, you sit back and you let things happen to you, but you have an issue with, you have control issues over your life 
you don't feel content with things because you don't feel like you have control of your life. But at the end of the day, you're not taking control of your life. You're sitting back and acting like the things around you are the things that beat, like are like determine your life and your destiny when you literally need to do something about it. Yeah, but at what point do you, it's like, okay, I get that, but it's like, yeah, you do have control of your life, but you don't have control of other people. No, no, you, so. that, but see, but you that's, control of at you that point, depending on what the situation is, put it that way, mm-hmm. um, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't, but at that point, that's on Maybe you that's to either problem. stay or like, leave. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh, if, if, if I'm really that fed up, I don't, I'm just, I'm going. I make, I'm not sitting here. If I'm sick of something in my life, once I get fed up enough, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make shit happen. Cause I'm like, all right, this is fucking dumb. I can't yeah. stand being in this space. So something needs to change. Yeah. A look at what I can change and that we'll go with that and yeah. I'll start. And I think that's just like, I don't even want to keep saying it's an age thing for us because if we would have still had this podcast when we were like 21, 22, just God. even a few years ago, oh, we wouldn't be talking this way. Oh, we would be trying to figure, we're still we trying to figure be, things I'd out. I'd be cussing all of y'all out yeah. every week like I did yeah. back then. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like that's just the growth of you as yes. like people. So I can have civil conversations there. Yeah. But it also shit. goes to the fact that honestly, you don't care about a lot of things. Like no. if it don't go your way, it's like, hey, if it don't go my way, fuck it. Like I'm done. We're intelligent and I'm still the Yelp poppy. Jesus Christ. Well, this has been a little bonus episode for y'all. Um, stay tuned for more on another episode.